Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Why We Disney podcast. Today, we are talking about one of the most popular uh, parts of Animal Kingdom. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. We hope that you guys enjoy. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the most magical podcast on the internet. My name is Kara, and I'm joined to you by my amazing co-host, Casey. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, everyone. And honestly, before we get started, Casey, we kind of talked beforehand. We think it's important for our listeners to know what's coming up here in Disney news before we get started. Coming July 14th to November 19th is the ever so famous Epcot Food and Wine Festival. So we know that we're talking about Animal Kingdom here today, but we're still here to give you all the Disney news. And that is some breaking news in our community. So go ahead and book your trips now for the Food and Wine Festival. Absolutely. Another really long festival to look forward to. So yes. And I mean, you know, everyone has their stands. We have the Magic Kingdom stands. We have the Epcot stands. And we have those diehard people that love Animal Kingdom right? Walt was an animal fan. He was all about the uh, conservation of the animals. And that's why on Earth Day, uh, we we got Animal Kingdom way back when in 1998. I was literally sitting at the airport, Casey. And I was like, I did not know that I'm older than Animal Kingdom. I saw that you were like, I was today years old when I found out I'm older than Animal Kingdom. For some reason, like I thought it came out in the 80s. Like, I don't know where I was. But as we know, today we are going to walk through the world of Avatar, the land of Pandora. And it is one of the most popular lands in Animal Kingdom right now. Right. It's huge. It's a big deal. So when you're going to the park, right, you're going to see the beautiful tree of life in the center. If you take a left there, and then steer left again. Um, You're going to be at the main entrance of Pandora. You'll see a beautiful sign on your left-hand side that says the Valley of Muara. And that's how you know you're going. And trust and believe, like the whole ambiance will change. You're going to know that you are literally somewhere else. Yes, 100%. (laughs) The noises. Oh, I can't wait to talk here in a second about the noises and stuff you hear. Um, So the world of Avatar sits on 12 acres inspired by the Avatar movie. And you can actually find it on Disney Plus if you want to watch it. It cost a half of a billion dollars to build from start to finish. Um, And it is one of the most immersive and themed locations on Disney property and throughout all the parks. And when you go and you see these floating mountains like uh, I know it's it's kind of difficult because we're so used to like you know Everest and we're we used to seeing things start to finish but when you see these things up in the air you're like wow Disney World is really Disney magic I don't know how they do it no no earthly idea and I feel like every time we walk through there my husband is always the person that's like how do they do this And then he like sits here and tries to like figure it out. And I'm like, honey, it's just magic. Like just, it's just magic. And he like, can't get it through his head. He's like, no, there's got to be a way. Like those things have got to be hollow. And I'm like, they're not, they're floating mountains. Leave it alone. Just believe it. (laughs) It is what it is. The floating 
Um, so the construction began for this back in January of 2014, and it took three years and four months to finish, which they completed it and opened it up to the public on May 27th, 2017. So that is when it, it finally came to us. And I do just want to put this out there that if you're going to Animal Kingdom for the first time, please take a second to watch Avatar with your family or travel party because I watched it and oh my gosh, if I wouldn't have, I literally would have been like, where am I? <laughs> like, uh, why does Disney have a whole land based off this one 16 hour long movie? But it is worth it to watch it if you truly want to embrace uh, Walt's vision and, and everything going on in that film. Absolutely. And Kara, I think it's one of your suggestions when we talk about Galaxy's Edge that before you go, watch a Star Wars movie. That way, when you're walking through, you you have the feel like you understand like, okay, this is where I am. I've mm-hmm. seen this setting. So I'm actually and you sound like you're suggesting this again is like, go ahead and watch this movie before you head over to Animal Kingdom, because it's just you're just going to visualize it so much better. Right. And uh, I'm, you know, we're not saying that you have to watch every single Disney movie before you guys go. You really don't. But this one, uh, it kind of has a whole land base off of it. So if you want to appreciate the intricacies and the details, um, I do suggest going on Disney Plus and watching it. Agreed. So something that, uh, guys, Casey brought to my attention that I didn't know. Casey's on her research. Lately, I just want to give props where props are due. Um, so the Valley of Moara, the land of Avatar, actually replaced Camp Minnie and Mickey. What? Mind blown. Um, so this was a land that was themed like a summer camp for Mickey and his friends. And it was uh, based in the woodlands of North America. And it had several meet and greet opportunities with the Fab Five. So, uh, first of all, cool, because everyone likes a cool photo op. I think that there's not really like, you know, we have Mickey and Minnie's runaway real right now, but up until then, there's not really anything Mickey and Minnie specific. So interesting place to put it in animal kingdom, but I guess they're animals. So it makes sense. I don't know, but I'm, I'm glad to have the world of avatar now. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess the, uh, like the camp theme or like the wilderness theme would have made sense Uh in animal kingdom, you know? Um, but I, so Katie, our editor is actually going to throw up some pictures now or probably, she probably as Kara was talking, but I just love these older, like Disney photos of this land. And I wish that I could have seen it. So from you listeners who, you know, maybe have been going to Disney for years and years and years and are like, oh my gosh, yes. Like I love Camp Minnie and Mickey. Like that was so great. I don't know what you're talking about, but I appreciate it. I do. Kara and I appreciate it. Don't we? And please send some things to our email. Why we Disney yeah. at email.com. We would love to see some of your past park maps that have this on it. If you have pictures of the location, Casey and I did not see it. So we would love to share and credit you on the podcast. Absolutely. We're late boomers, bloomers on uh, the Disney, <laughs> the new Disney thing, man. I think 2019 and 2019 for you too, right? When you went for the first time. Yeah. Yep. We're late. Listen, we're a little late to the party, but we still have a podcast and we love it. We do. And we we truly appreciate and want to bring to life to all the listeners, like every 
every little detail. And that's something that Pandora does really well is they bring in all these like sights and sounds for you to really get into the five sentences of five sentences. What five senses? Blooper. (laughs) Anyway, could you tell our audience, Casey, about some of those sights and sounds that they'll be experiencing? Yes, I'd love to. So let's kind of walk through a little bit about what you're going to see and what you're going to hear right when you first are entering the world of Avatar, right? So you're going to start hearing as you start walking through your little pathway um, to through the main entrance, you're going to start hearing some very unfamiliar sounds that you've never heard before. So if you've watched the movie before, it's possible that you are going to hear these like animals roaming through the woods and obviously it's all sound effects, but it literally sounds like something could jump up on you at any second. Like, does it not? Yes. So slowly as you're walking through, the theme will start to change. You'll start to hear those noises and you're going to start to see these amazing creations all from the movie. So they're going to look super familiar to you. And um, it's just so beautiful. Like you just have to take in like all that it is. And I know like Half the time people are just rush, rushing to flight of passage. But really, if you could just take it in as you walk through, hear those noises and really see, uh, because right when you walk in, it's about to open up to this huge scene from the movie that is just spectacular. So you're going to walk through. And the first thing you're going to see is like Kara said, the Valley of Moora, Moora, right? Yeah, I yeah. wanted to say Moana, but that's not right. <laughs> Don't say that. Okay. So Kara mentioned earlier, these beautiful floating mountains have no idea how it's done, but like we said, look, it's magic. Okay. And you will be in absolute awe of what you are seeing. It's, I mean, it's, it's absolutely spectacular. So as you're walking through the main entrance, if you look to your right, you're going to see these beautiful, big, like native drums. And I love walking through this area because all these kids are like banging on these drums and each drum has their own individual sound. So like there's families all over, kids all over, and you just hear like such an interesting native uh, sound. And it's just the coolest thing. So maybe take a break. If you have small ones, let them run over there and beat on those drums. Cause they have such a good time and it's beautiful. Just that area is spectacular and stunning. Right. Yeah. Um, one thing that we would absolutely recommend is that you get, you stop for photo pass in this land, because I mean, you are going to see waterfalls, um, just these breathtaking sights of the floating mountains behind you. There's even a really cool magic shot that you can get with a banshee flying over your family's head, which I think is super cool too. Um, So really, really fun. Another thing that you're going to see if you continue over to your right, I mean, excuse me, your left over towards Navi River, which is an attraction Kara is going to talk about here in a second. Um, But there's these, um, I don't even know, there's these like Pandora Rangers And what it is, it's an actual cast member inside of a like big electronical suit and they're interacting with the crowd and they're moving around and operating this ginormous thing. I just, I can't, it sounds like something, it looks like something that would be from like a Marvel movie, but it is just insane. And if you're lucky enough, you'll be able to see those. What you got here? That's what I was going to say. I've only ever seen it once, but I've never seen Divine. That's her name, right? Or the person. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, never. Never seen her. <laughs> uh, can you explain what it is? Do you, do you know? 
her now she i don't she, i don't think she's ever in pandora i think she's in like discovery island i want to say in oh, like those Dora. yeah yeah she's in those forces like when you come through to the tree like when you're walking around to the tree that's where you can find her i don't yeah, i don't know if i've ever heard of her being in pandora I was looking all over Pandora on my last trip. I was like, where is this twig vine girl? Oh. <laughs> I couldn't find her. So I've never seen her. My friends talk about her all the time and I'm so jealous. And like people have videos of her and she just literally looks like a tree. And she's just like, mm-hmm. she's so cool. I don't know who she is or where she's from, but <laughs> she's really cool. I don't think she's in Pandora though. But am I missing anything as far as like the sites in Pandora? I know we're going to talk about food and attractions here in a second. But Kara, is there anything I'm missing as far as like what you see, like these spectacular things? Honestly, no. And I know that uh, verbally we can't do it justice. I hope that some of you are watching here on YouTube that you can see the pictures and go ahead and follow us on Instagram at why we Disney podcast that you can see some of those too, because it really just talking about it is is not as memorized memorizing as seeing it in, in person. Yeah, there's also just these really cool trails that you can walk up to in um in this land and you can really look over and see it's there's bridges that you can walk through that just have these it just everything is themed so well like nothing no light looks normal like there it's it's just uh, you're literally immersed into the avatar movie which you've got to go watch on disney plus it's actually a really really great movie but obviously the sites are not all right we have to talk about the attractions but Before we do so, we're going to take an ad break. (laughs) All right, guys, we'll be right back. Just a really quick ad break. We'll see you soon. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to our World of Avatar episode. I am so excited to start talking about the nitty and gritties of this part of the park, which is the land. There's a lot of like Disney lingo and Disney vocab. You're like park, land, street, (laughs) everything. But right now we are going to talk about the two rides that are located in this land of the park, right? So first we have the crowd favorite. Uh, I'm just going to tell everyone right now that it is one of the most popular Disney attractions, uh, mostly because it was the newest. I think it's like third newest now if I remember correctly um but you have to be 44 inches tall to to ride it um because on this ride you are literally getting strapped onto a banshee which is literally like a motorcycle um but there's a huge screen in front of you I'm talking about IMAX theater type it 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 just looks like you are in the film um you're riding on the back of a banshee and you are going through the the valley of Mora and um (laughs) this is kind of a spoiler alert so if you don't want to hear this skip ahead but you can actually feel the banshee breathing between your legs. I know that's a kind of weird concept to think about, but you are literally like feeling like you're riding a horse, kind of like you're yeah. on the back of this flying dragon thing. Yes. Um, I don't know. Casey, what are your thoughts about the ride? 
my gosh, like they make it so real, like you're actually there. And just the small details, like when, um, like when we're going under like water and the water starts to splash on your face and you feel like a little damp on your face and you get wet, like the banshee, like you said, breathing under you as you're riding through. And when you see like, something light up or something become like bioluminescent. Like you just, it's like you're there. It's like you can reach out and touch it. And I think they just did such a great job of like taking me out of Disney world and putting me into this experience, you know, mentioned, um, I mean, they talk about that. You're, you're visually seeing it, you're experiencing the water and you're also smelling the scents, um, just like they do in Soren, they put scents out during the ride to kind of like trigger that memory source. And like, it's just so cool. I do want to put a, a little warning out there. I get motion sickness. I take bonine an hour before I go on and I am fine, but they do, you know, have that motion sickness warning out there. And so I will say, if you, if you take some bonine before you're, you'll be absolutely fine. Do not let that stop you from getting on the ride. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think to the pre-shows in this attraction, get you like hyped up for what you're about to, because there's like all of these like safety issues and the doctor who's talking to you on the screen, like she's really serious about this. And she's like, this is a huge opportunity for you. And you just get like, you get all excited before you even straddle this, um, this beautiful flying, like banshee. It's, it's just the coolest thing. And we're again, words can't explain it. Right. Yeah. And I do want to also mention that this is in the individual lightning lanes portion um, of Genie Plus. So it is unfortunately not included in the $15 a day. You do have to do the upcharge. When I recently went, it was $11 a person. And I will say, if you want to ride this ride, get the lightning lane, unless you don't mind waiting the 120 minutes that it's normally posted at. get the lightning lane because it's so worth it. Right. You walk straight to the front. I didn't think about putting that. Yeah, that's very true. Very Mm -hmm. true. And I mean, that wait. I mean, what's the longest you've ever seen it? I think like 195 is like an average wait. 195 minutes. Yeah. I think when I was there on my previous trip, um, it was averaging around 120, like for the week that I was there because I was looking throughout the days. Right, so, right. Two, two and a half hours, people. You, you don't want to waste that time. If you can spare the $11, I highly suggest doing it. Now, the other ride that we're going to talk about is on the original Disney Genie Plus package, where it's included in that $15 a day. This is the Navi River Journey, a journey through Pandora's glowing bioluminescent rainforest. Guys, this is no ordinary boat ride. This is no, it's a small world. It's no um, Pinocchio's over Disneyland. It is literally so immersive. Uh, Like Casey was saying to the point where you really feel like you can reach out and touch these things. Well, you kind of can, but you're so um, transformed into the the valley and and the world of avatar it just it's so cool and it's kind of a combination between the textile like plants and then screens Mm -hmm. that they have available so you're kind of getting two different textures when it comes to experiences which i just think is is really cool and then everyone knows that towards the end of this ride we have we have our girl 
right? She is the shaman of songs in Navi. She is sending positive energies through the rainforest, uh, through song, and you'll hear her, and you'll hear her going home. Maewa, Maewa. <laughs> Literally, that like honestly comes into my head sometimes for no reason. But um, it's one of those things that um, Walt Disney's magic kind of just like, I don't know, they do these so lifelike animatronics that you really think it's a person there doing the movements and she's just an animatronic, which I, which I think is super cool. Um, So even if you think you're not a boat ride person, if you still want the immersive experience, definitely hit up this ride. I mean, and it's included in your Disney plus package anyway. So go ahead and get yourself, get yourself for a turn time. Absolutely. And this is one of those ones that you want to jump on early too, if you could, or maybe stack towards the end of your day uh, for your Genie Plus, because this one will sell out. The lines typically get long um, with this attraction as well. So, oh, but it's so cool. Ah, it's so cool. I love it. But of course, there's not just rides. We got to have our food and beverage. And what should they expect in Pandora? Yes, guys, let's talk about the food and beverages. So don't, I mean, y'all don't sleep on Pandora. Now they got some good, they got some good options here. So um, one of the restaurants in Pandora, right, is called Satuli Canteen. So it's a quick service restaurant. You're going to pay about $15 and under uh, per person, right? So uh, this is an international expired cuisine. So it's kind of the food's going to be different, right? So you're not going to be eating your chicken strips and fries here, your hot dogs and hamburgers, kind of park food. That is not what you will find at Satuli Canteen. They have really great vegetarian options. You're a vegetarian. I'm not personally, but I even eat their vegetarian options like they're so good. Um, So it's like a light or healthier option in Animal Kingdom, right? So they have these rice bowls, they have noodle bowls, which are phenomenal. And they also have these cheeseburger steamed pods. Now, Kara, I've never had these, but I know that you have. So thoughts, brief thoughts on this. I, um, I was inspired by Hannah over at Little Bit of Hannah. She always posts these great uh, pictures of food. And so yeah. I was like, okay, if we're going to try it. I need a new quick service. We, we hit up Satuli Canteen. And I liked it. But I wanted a little bit more sauce. On okay. It, which probably would have made it more unhealthy. So <laughs> I, I recognize, you know, why they did it. It was filling. I split it with my mom. And we also tried the dessert there, which was great. But um, I, I would get it again. I think I rated it like a six or a seven mm-hmm. out of 10, which is high for me. I'm a very hard grader. I apologize, guys. Um, but uh, I would get it again. They were they were just cool. Yeah. yeah, they're just cool. And so what I, what I think they are, are right, are, it's like um, it's like it's like ground beef and like seasonings in like a steamed pod. Um, and they're actually on the kids menu as well. So you can get an adult version of this or you can get the kids menu. Um, but like people die for these things. Like they're like, they're the greatest thing. So honestly, if you've ever had a dumpling, it's very, oh, yeah. it's very similar. Just tasting like cheeseburger. I didn't really get the cheese in the cheeseburger. Like I wasn't tasting, I just was tasting meat and bread, which yeah. is fine with me. <laughs> Carbs and meat. That's perfectly fine. But, um, I would get it again. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But that's not all that's in Pandora, guys. Come on. So they also have what's called, is it Pongo, Pongu Pongu? Yep. 
Okay. I said it right. So this is Navi inspired refreshment. So what it is, is a walk-up stand. And I actually did not know this, but you can actually get breakfast at this stand. So um, maybe if you're, I mean, a lot of people, that's the very first thing they do is they head to the world of Avatar to ride Flight of Passage first thing in the morning. I think once you get off, that might be a really good stop to grab some breakfast. Have you ever had breakfast at Pongo Pongo? Um, if you include the Pongo Lupia as breakfast, then yes. <laughs> well, so um, that's just another really great option. So, and um, one of obviously the most popular beverages here is the Night Blossom. So this is very beautiful, very Instagrammable um, beverage. And I've had it before and it's phenomenal. Kara, do you have like a picture of that? Because I don't remember having a picture of the I Night Blossom. I have multiple pictures of the Night Blossom. Okay. Okay. So maybe you can uh, shoot it over to Katie and she'll make it pop up here. But so the night blossom, I promise you will not regret this purchase, but what it is, it's layers of apple and dessert pear limeade topped with passion fruit boba balls. So I mean, guys, it's beautiful. It's super colorful. It's phenomenal. Uh, Very refreshing on a hot day in animal kingdom. Would you not agree? And I would also say shareable. Shareable. Yeah. It only, I only say that because it's almost a tad too tart for me. Like I wish I had a smaller size, a smaller portion, um, because doing a, I I love the flavor at first, but then once the bubble balls are gone, I'm like, "Ah, I don't want this anymore. (laughs) I kind of wish I had a smaller size, but, uh, I would say that it is shareable too. Oh, for sure. I didn't think about that. So definitely a shareable option. And something else that's a very shareable option also you can get at this walk-up stand is um, for snacks, right? For lunch and dinner, you can get the knobby size pretzel, which is a ginormous size pretzel here. And you get that famous beer cheese that is 10 out of 10 in my book. <laughs> like it's so good. So uh, don't sleep on this option, guys. And then they also have the cheese and pongu papaya. Is Am I saying that right? Do you mean the lupia? The, is it lupia? I think yeah. I spelled it wrong here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but what this is, apple cream cheese spring roll. I've never had this. Kara, tell me about this. I love this. 10 out of 10 would recommend. I do want to say though, because I like sweet things, that it might be too sweet for some people because I know Brandon um, tried it, my best friend Brandon, and he didn't like it. Ah, so it cool. might be one of those, like you either have love it or hate it type of deals. I feel like this could be like at night when the sun's going down and it's getting a little cooler. I can go for something really sweet like that. I loved it. Definitely try uh, it. For sure. For sure. But not only do we have attractions in the world of Pandora and food and beverages, we also have some shopping and Kara's going to jump into that for us. I mean, the one thing we know that the Disney company does right is market. Okay. Right. Because almost, almost every ride, when you walk out, you're going to walk out into what? A gift shop. A gift shop. Exit <laughs> through a gift shop. Yes. Always exit through a gift shop. And um, not at Navi, but when you exit through uh, Avatar, Avatar, when you exit <laughs> through Flight of Passage, um, you're going to go through what we call, what we call, what the, the land calls the Wind Traders shop. And here you're going to discover um, exotic merchandise and souvenirs celebrating the culture of Pandora. You can find just regular things like, uh, I know my cousin recently got a really cool shirt, a jacket with one of the um, Navis on the back, the girl. Yeah, which was cool. You can find like regular stuff. Um, they have the 
Navi lightsaber type things going on, their swords. Um, and also, if you just loved riding on the back of a banshee, um, you can actually design and purchase your own baby banshee and mm-hmm. take it home with you on your personal expeditions. And um, it kind of goes right here, right? Right on your shoulder. Yes. You can just have your own little pet. I, I don't know what Disney is doing because they, they're doing a lot of shoulder pets. I don't know what, <laughs> what the market is there, but uh, you can also get a baby banshee to put on your shoulder if you want to walk around. Um, it is it's pretty cool if you see it and you see the little kids operating it and it's all cute. That's what I was going to say. I think the coolest part about it is it's mechanical. So like as you put it on your shoulder and then like in your pocket, you're like making it move and make to make noises. I just think it's the coolest thing. So for, you know, our Star Wars fans, you're going to have like the, you make your own BB-8 and RD, or I don't Star Wars. Anyway, yeah. over, over in uh, Pandora, you can make your own Banshee, which is super cool. So they kind of have options for all different people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's actually the only gift shop in Pandora, but I would say it's one of my favorite gift shops to walk through for sure. It's just a really cool, it's a really cool experience. It really is. I would definitely say that it's like very themed. Not yeah. that the other ones aren't, but like after a while, and, and I'm sure like non-Disney enthusiasts, like you see the same tiaras, dresses, you know, after a while, things will start to seem very similar. Um, yeah. just by the different characters. And then you come here and it's like, oh, what is the staff they're holding? Um, and so it's, it's just a little different. I like it. Absolutely. For sure. So now let's move on to our recommendations, because obviously this is one of the, the most popular parks. We're definitely going to recommend Flight of Passage. We're definitely going to recommend uh, Navi River Journey for sure. But what are our other recommendations? Do you want to go first? Um, sure, I will. I said to not pass up on the food in Pandora. Uh, I've been lucky enough to try the quick services of Yak and Yeti, Flame Tree Barbecue, um, Pizza Fari, and I think Salty Canteen is my fourth one. I don't even know if there, I'm sure there is another one, but I've, I've eaten at those four. And honestly, I, I would recommend Pandora. I think it, it was a great food for the price that you're paying. And it's Everyone's trying to get over there anyway. And at Salty Canteen, Satuli, my apologies. Um, at Satuli Canteen, you can sit under a shaded area, which you sometimes don't get to do that at all the locations. So I agree. What, what is with the some of the quick service restaurants? I have a big complaint that there's not enough seating. But yeah. with Satuli Canteen, so much seating inside and outdoor seating, that's covered it's just, yeah, I, and I you're think winning. <laughs> there's just like different options, right? Cause you can, Satuli Canteen and Pongu Pongu are literally right next to each other. So exactly. if, if half your party wants to eat here and half y'all want to get the big pretzel, you can still all meet at the table and be good. So it is definitely a, an option. For sure. For sure. Anything right. else? We oh, me. Yeah, sure. So I, okay. So if you've seen the movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say at night, um, how Pandora is literally lit up. Like it is this bioluminescent like beauty. And I would say, please, if you can have an opportunity on your trip to see Pandora at night, it is beautiful. It is beautiful. I've taken some really cool pictures. And if you're wearing like light colors that day, like it's all going to be just like 
that um that like neon blue like you're gonna be lit up the ground is lit up like out and the sounds like there's just nothing like sitting in pandora at night um when it's dark right before closing and it's all just stunningly beautiful there's something majestical and beautiful about main street lit up at night but i would say pandora is a close second after it like it's stunning so that is my one recommendation other than the rods and the food, because they're phenomenal. But um, to definitely get over there and see it at night. That's mine. And I know um, this is actually a a tip that I'm going to be posting on my Instagram next couple of weeks. I have it planned. But for those of you out there that you're like, oh, like I've been to Pandora so many times, blah, blah, blah. And for those of you that believe, I don't get this, but for those of you that believe that Animal Kingdom is a half day park. Okay, go ahead. Sleep in go to the tree of life, take your pictures, but do your half day, not in the morning, but at night, because then all the people like myself who are getting there at 5 a.m. <laughs> when this park opens, I don't know if you guys know, but animal kingdom is always the park that opens first. Right. I think because of the animals I'm guessing. Um, but they always open first. So the huge crowd is getting there now at early entry, early entry is literally seven o'clock right now. Yeah. So those of us that are, are getting on the bus an hour beforehand are getting on the bus at six. So if, if you beat out that morning crowd, you sleep in a little bit and you come when everyone's now leaving the park at like five or six o'clock and you come at night and see all of those amazing things, do the safari at night. You can just do a whole animal kingdom at night experience. Oh yeah. That's a great tip. And dinner there, drinks there. That, that Yes. I'm behind that tip, Kara. I'm yeah. behind it. Yeah. Well, guys, that is all we have for you today on the world of Avatar located in Animal Kingdom theme park. We hope that you enjoyed all of the tips and tricks. If you have anything new, go ahead and drop it in any of our comments. Shoot us an email of those pictures of Camp Mickey and Minnie. We'd love to see uh, Disney from the past. But don't forget to follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook, and of course, subscribe to our YouTube channel. That is going to be one of the biggest ways that you can help the podcast grow and flourish. Um, And that's about it. If you guys want to see a specific episode, which one should we do next? Should we do Walkthrough of Africa, Asia, uh, Discovery Island? All the other things. Dino Land. <laughs> Dino Land, my favorite. <laughs> anyway, that's been it for the world of Avatar. See you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye, guys.